Let's open the numbers, chapter 6. Verse 1 through 8. Numbers chapter 6 from verses 1 through 8. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, If a man or woman wants to make a special vow, a vow of separation to the Lord as a Nazarite. He must abstain from wine and other fermented drink, and must not drink vinegar made from wine or from other fermented drink. He must not drink grape juice or eat grapes or raisins. 在一切离俗的日子,凡葡萄树上接的自喝自皮所做的物都不可吃。As long as he is a Nazarite, he must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine, not even the seeds or skins. 在他一切许愿离俗的日子,不可用剃头刀剃头,要由法律长长了,他要圣洁,直到离俗归耶和华的日子满了。during the entire period of his vow of separation, no razor may be used on his head. He must be holy until the period of his separation to the Lord is over. He must let the hair of his head grow long. Throughout the period of his separation to the Lord, he must not go near the, a dead body. Even if his own father or mother or brother or sister dies, he must not make himself ceremonially unclean on account of them because the symbol of his separation to God is on his head. Throughout the period of his separation, he is consecrated to the Lord. Separation is consecrated to the Lord. So I, uh, we are very well knowing that uh, this year we have a, a theme that's a growth in the Christ Jesus. This is a very important theme. Because it's very important concerning the church if we can grow in the uh, growth in the Christ. For, two, for the past 2,000 years, the prayer of the church hasn't been answered by the Lord. Is the coming of the Lord. The, the major reason is the church is not mature yet. We know church is the bride of the Christ. Because when the groom is uh, waiting for his bride, he has his expectations. You 
So when the groom opened the door, opened up the door, expecting the bride, he shouldn't see a bride with a doll in his arm or eating the ice cream. That is not a mature expression. Our Lord expecting a church without blemish. It's worthy for his for his bride. So so when we're talking about uh, the, uh, the, uh, the growing in the Christ is concerning when whether our Lord will coming. We just the the Bible verses we just read, uh, we all know that's concerning the uh, offering. Ourselves. Uh, later on, we'll come back to those verses. Why we want to talk about offering ourselves? Because for uh, the Christian to grow, offering is the first step. Consecration. Consecration. Uh, we will explain later on. Let's see the Romans chapter 12, chapter 12, verse 1. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. So, you see, you Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer yourself, your bodies, as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. I think uh, in among the uh, Chinese Christians, one confusing Terms is the consecration. Because in Chinese we call it consecration. So some people they will think only put the money in the offering box. That's consecration. That's our conception. For English speaking people, Christians, they have no problem with it. Because consecration is very clear to them. Okay, actually in our Chinese Bible, uh, the consecration is translated as 成接圣子。那意思就是说，把自己分别出来侍奉神。That means to separate separate us unto the Lord.最提的多的是出埃及记二十八章二十九章。Most mention of this term is in Exodus twenty chapter twenty eight and twenty nine. and the Leviticus chapter eight. 那里主要是讲到把亚伦家分别出来做祭司侍奉神。Over there is mainly is speaking about the family of Aaron. They consecrated the fam the whole family to serve the Lord. 
Speaking of the church in the New Testament time, when we speak of consecration, it's not a simple, easy matter. May we remember the verses we just read in the Nazarites concerning the Nazarites. It's not speaking to all the Christians. Only speaking about the Christians that consecrate themselves. For the consecration, that's two points. We have to we have to really clearly understand. So Brother Nee speaking about the consecration, there's a two points he mentioned about first is God's love, the second is uh, the privilege to serve. To serve the Lord. The privilege of the Lord. What I mean is not our privilege, actually it's the Lord's privilege. Why are two points are so important? Can I say I come to the church? Because my friend, they are so kind to me, he invited me for dinner, he invited me, so I want to be baptized. Or uh, when I was a child, I was, I was in the Bible uh, uh, classes. Or because my father is a pastor. If subjectively you don't have your own experience with the Lord, and then this consecration is not speaking to you. When we speak about the love, the love of our Lord. In the New Testament, there are many pictures describe uh, the sinners, the situation of the sinners. The very, a, good, a very good example is a, uh, is a person had leprosy. A leprosy, he has nothing to help himself. He's helpless with his disease. Just like a sinner, he has no way to, to resolve his own sin. When the lepers let the lepers, he met the Lord the day he met the Lord. Uh, uh, the Matthew told us the Lord reached out his hands to touch the leprosy. Because in the four gospel we we know many situations when our Lord wants to heal a person, he doesn't have to touch them. Just as the centurion he said to the Lord, You don't have to come to my house. You just say one sentence, that will be enough. 
You know we are all different. Our situations are different. All our uh, uh, difficulties are different. Our, our demand, our needs are different. So you don't see any two persons, their salvation come with the same way. So our law will will use unique ways for each one of us. For leprosy. His difficulty is not only the problem with his skin, it's also a mental, spiritual thing. For leprosy, no one dare to associate with him, treat him as a dead person. When he met the Lord and the Lord reached out his hands, the touch not only forgive his sins, externally his leprosy was healed. Actually, inner, inner, inwardly, uh, his harm was healed. This is the love of the Lord. Because of this, Paul said, because he died for all. So all that live will not live for themselves. They live for because they live for the for one he died that uh, the person died for them. Second, we want speaking about the privilege of our Lord. Paul said, you are not of yourself. You were purchased with a heavy price. This story uh, will draw us back to 2,000 years ago about the picture in the time of the Roman Empire. At that time, if you go to the market, not only you can buy uh, things, you also can buy persons. Actually, all sinners are the are the sin, are the slave of the sins. We were bondage by the sin. So the sin actually is like our master. He controls us. So at that time, if you are slave, you will you are bond by your master. For your whole life. For one day, when the Lord come to this world, come to the market, He bought you, He buy you. The price He paid is by His own blood and His own life. You know, once the slave was bought by a, a master, his life, his whole life is belong to this master. At that time, so in that period, in that time, the slave doesn't belong to himself. He has no privilege. For himself. All he is, including his life, it belongs to his master. 
So Paul used these pictures to express, to describe the privilege of our Lord. So when we speaking about two things, first, the Lord's love, second, the Lord's privilege. When the sinner saved by grace, they can see these two points. So before the Lord, he has a response. He's willing to consecrate himself to serve the Lord. The verses we just speak about uh, in the numbers. We know that when Israelites, they exit the Egypt. Uh, Soon they reached uh, at the foot of the Mount Sinai. They lived there uh, uh, almost a year. So over there, Lord will give them the Ten Commandments, the laws, and the uh, many uh, uh, regulations. Statues and ordinances and give to them. Including establish the family of Aaron as a priest to serve the Lord. So in in the foreknowledge of the Lord, he knows one day this priestly family, they will fail. For his own sake. So the God set up the, the, the vow of the Nazarites. So for everyone, for ordinary people, they can serve God. So you will notice only the house of Aaron, they can serve God. But for Nazarites, not only men, the women, they can also serve God. So we see. So in our past, in the time of judges, so through the Samuel, the Nazarite, to bring about the, the kingdom. So the King David, he is the symbol, is a type of our Lord Jesus. So before our Lord come, that's the John the Baptist is also a Nazarite, come before the Lord. So when we're talking about these two dispensations, they are all in the very dark ages. They also because the priestly system was failing. We know in the Samuel's time, the, the priestly Eli was the high priest. 
Actually, we know also know when our Lord came, it was that in that uh, dispensation they nailed our Lord onto the cross. We also believe the second coming of our Lord will be brought through the also the Nazarites. Because when you see the house of our Lord, Peter said we are all priests. We are all honored priests. It seems like the, the this priest kingdom is not clear to us. Because we do have a priestly positions, but we don't do our functions as a priest. So I do believe for uh, to hasten our Lord's second coming, those Nazarite functions has to be manifested. If we look carefully for those verses about the Nazarite. Actually, before the Numbers chapter 6, Actually, you, we do see the, for the vow of Nazarite. Maybe before they exit the Egypt, they don't really clear about understanding about this Nazarite vow. But I do believe every dispensation have people they faithful and serve the Lord. Actually for number six, the vow of Nazareth already existed before. Just at that point, this point, God will clearly mention about three things you have to do to have this as a Nazarite. I think it's very clearly about it. Uh, you, if you are use our own conception as a religion, without a revelation, she will use his own terms regulation to serve God. For instance, she said, I need to do this, I need to do that to serve God. I don't do this, I don't do that. Actually, you, see, you do see people today as religion people, what they do. They set up their own rules. I don't eat meat, I only eat vegetables. I will reuse the race to shave my head to serve God. Or I don't get married. So you will see many, many things that because of man's thinking about the Actually, not that not from the God. So the vows of the Nazareth has three points. But actually it covers a wide range. First, 
他说，在一切离俗的日子，凡葡萄上树、葡萄树上结的枝和枝皮所做的物都不可吃。So first he said, as long as he is Nazareth, he must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine, not even the seeds or skin. 一个奉献给神的人，这里说不可以吃葡萄。A, a man of consecration, he says, you cannot eat things from the grapevine. 我们用圣经，用神的话来解释神的话。We use God's words to interpret God's words. Numbers thirteen. In the Numbers chapter thirteen. When they come to the house of Sepharvaim, when they get out of, when they exit as the Egypt, they when they arrive at Kadesh Barnea. So Moses sent out two spies to examine the land of Canaan. So he he asked them to bring back the fruits from the land of Canaan. 圣经告诉我们，他们在啊以实格谷就带了一款葡萄回来。So the the Bible told us they brought back a a, a cluster of grape from、uh, from the valley of Esker. 一款的葡萄，两个人来抬。One cluster of grape has to be bared by two persons. 圣经描写的很清楚。So Bible mentioned very clearly. 那就是说这一款的葡萄带回来给全会众来看。So this 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 grape was brought back to show off to all the uh assembly. 向大家证明那一块地真的是牛奶与蜜之地。So to prove that the land is really a a milk and honey. 所以葡萄在圣经的里面应该是代表。So the grapes represent the the product, the produce of the land. Today, a servant of God, a servant of God, you absolutely cannot use the things of the land to satisfy yourself. So today, a man of consecration, you cannot use the 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 produce of the land to satisfy yourself. I think today, the land of the land has many things. We know all the produce from the from the the land has many things. Something good, something bad. But God's word has no difference. All the things, only if their product is from the land, they can eat. All the things, only if their product is from the land, they can eat. All the things, only if their product is from the land, they can eat. All the things, only if their product is from the land, they can eat. All the things, only if their product is from the land, they can eat. All the things, only if their product is from the land, they can eat. All the things, only if their product is from the land, they can eat. I remember the uh, before uh, generation before. Many people to kill their time. Uh, to kill, want to kill their time. They play mahjong. Now it's the twenty-first century. It's a time of uh, information. Today, they want to kill time and they play uh, the computer. 假如不节制的话，不节制的话。If, if there's no restriction。从前的人是死在麻麻将的桌上。Many people die on the table of when they play mahjong。今天的人是死在电脑的桌上。Many people die on the table of the computer。虽然电脑有许多的好处。Actually, uh, the computer does have a good thing。我都知道处理银行的事情啊、付款啊，什么都可以用电脑。They use a computer electronic。Tronically manage their bank accounts. 甚至我查经也可以用这个做 research， 用电脑
Even I can use computer as a tool to research for my Bible study. Actually, it's useful. But if you're not careful, uh, 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 you, uh, you, will, you will have lost. Before people uh, kill their time, they uh, go to the mall. So now people they kill their time through the computer, uh, through the computer. If you're not careful, you will. Uh, uh, so people, they, uh, you will understand what I mean uh, if you are not careful. Actually, uh, we, all, we all know that many Christians, they were bound by the computer. This is just an example. Many other things. Or good or bad, they will uh, take away our time. Here it's also said, abstain from wine and other fermented drink. What's the difference between the wine and the fermented drink? If you see English, it's very clear. Uh, actually, uh, the wine means the fermented. Or we all know that yeast in the Bible mentioned about sin. Uh, so some wine without fermented, that means no sin. But some has the sense in that. So no matter has sin or without sin, you cannot use them to satisfy yourself. Uh, let's see the proverb chapter 30. Because we want to use the God's words to interpret God's words. So, Proverbs 30. I'm sorry, Proverbs 31, Okay, from verse 4. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what the Lord decrees, and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Give beer to those who are perishing, wine to those who are in anguish. He said that the wine is for those perishing. Uh, uh, of course, it is trying to reduce his pain. He also said 
wine to those who are in anguish. So when they drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. So from here we have a, 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 a conclusion. No matter it's wine or a fermented drink. The, uh, the purpose is they have a, a to... To, uh, to ease your pain. It's a function to ease your pain. So the Bible told us the Nazarite, they cannot eat the wine or the fermented drink. So you don't use the things from this world to ease your pain. Also talking about the vinegar from the wine, you don't, you cannot drink. We know the vinegar is a pi- the byproduct of the food. It's not a main course of the food. What I mean is, uh, if you don't drink uh, vinegar, is is uh, nothing really. Uh, affect uh, uh, your diet. So God's word even said, even the vinegar from the wine you don't, you cannot drink. Because the vinegar contain wine. So fermented drink has the, uh, the content of sin. Uh, let me speak uh, about a simple story. We know uh, from China as a province, people in one province they uh, they they like to eat uh, 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 vinegar. Uh, that's a story uh, an officer. Uh, in the government. Uh, he's coming from that province. One day his subordinate uh, have a feast. So he invited this high officer. Uh, uh, the table full of uh, uh, wonderful dishes. But he see uh, his officer has no smiling on his face. So he want to know why. Oh, he realized uh, he's coming from that province. He likes to drink the vinegar. So he put up a, a, a wonderful uh, a vinegar before him. So that day uh, he was pleased. What I meant is he, he drank that vinegar or not actually is not uh, nothing to do with his own health. But somebody without the vinegar, they don't feel uh, they can enjoy the meal. It's just only to satisfy his own craving. 
那你记不记得保罗告诉我们说？We remember what Paul said was.不要为肉体安排去放纵情欲。Don't uh uh satisfy your own uh needs uh your own uh body's craving.有许多的东西并不是必须的。Something they are not necessities.但是我们却为自己为着身体的享受，所以我们就去寻找这个那个。because for, to satisfy our own physical needs, we want to seek this and that. So when we speak about grave, actually our Lord is a Nazarite. Of course our Lord on the earth, he is not uh, uh, following the Nazareth uh, in the Old Testament. I'm talking about spirit in spiritual reality he's a Nazarite. Externally uh, when he lived on this earth he also eat uh, he also drank. He also attend the wedding feast. 但是在实际来讲，他是一个拉希尔人，完全把自己分别为着神的旨意。But actually, in reality, he consecrated himself as a Nazarite to serve God. 呃，约翰福音十七章十九节，当主耶稣离世的时候，那个大祭司的祷告。呃，we see that in the John chapter seventeen，呃，the high priest prayer of our Lord. So our Lord so I for their sake, that means for his uh disciples. I consecrate myself. Uh, I'm not sure if you know truly know what the Lord is. We have a hymn saying. 离开了许多纯洁的乐事。Our uh, Lord, when He on the earth, He separated Himself from those joyful things.为着我们的缘故，有许多的事是可以做的，纯洁的乐事，就是根本就没有罪的成分在里面。For many purely joyful things He can enjoy, but for the sake of our，为我们的缘故，他都放弃这一切。So He give up those joy things because of us.好，现在第二点。so the Bible says the Nazareth they cannot use rays for their head for their hairs. Why you cannot use the razors for their hair? So people, some people will say the man with the long hair is the bearing the shame for the Lord. That's true. 但是更有, 更深的意义, but that's a deeper meaning about it. 他所以担当主的羞辱, because he shared the shame of our Lord. Do you remember the John the Baptist when he was on earth? He is a Nazarite. When Lord speaking about him, people said that John the Baptist came, they don't eat, he doesn't eat, he doesn't drink, the drink he was possessed by the demon. When we are ready, 
if anyone who wants to consecrate themselves to live for the Lord, so the people surround you, they will amaze, they will think something strange. Just like the John the Baptist. People will say you are possessed by the demon. Because your living on this earth is not uh, cannot cannot be found. It's a it's a heavenly uh, living. Again. When Paul speaking about the covering on the first Corinthians chapter eleven, uh, we want to say the long hair represents the obedience. What Paul what Paul said. 他说女人祷告讲到的时候，假若不蒙头的话，就羞辱自己的头。If the women they they don't cover their heads when they when when women preach and speaking, they they shame their her head.我现在不是讲蒙头的真理。I'm not speaking about the truth about the covering.我只是引用里面的经文。I just use those Bible verses.然后保罗说，长头发是女人的荣耀。The long hair is the glory for women. 他说假如一个女人祷告不蒙头的话 If a woman they pray without covering head covering It's better off she shaved her head What Paul means is 按照天性神造人的给人那个天性就是把长头发赐给女人 A nature when God gave long hair to women 结果在他的天性的里面女士是 有长头发就代表了好像一个顺服的一个标记。So in nature, women has long hair represents that this is a symbol for obedience.所以讲到蒙头，保罗说现在不单只是有一个天然的标记，现在是这个人的心里面有一个愿意的心，为着天使的缘故，我愿意在外面加上这个蒙头的记号。so speaking about the head covering, externally not only uh, they want to cover their glory, uh, but also uh, inwardly they want to show their obedience even for the sake of the angels. So the long hair represents obedience. Now we come to the important part. It represents the consecration. So in the Hebrews, the crown of the high priest actually is the same word as a Nazarite. In the Exodus chapter 28, Make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it as on a seal, holy to the to the Lord. 
holy to the Lord means consecrate yourself and to the Lord. 然后他说要用一条蓝系带子将牌系在冠冕的前面。So fasten a blue cord to it to attach it to the turbine. It is to be on the front of turbine. 所以现在清楚不过就是大祭司的冠冕上面说是归耶和华为圣。So the turbine on the high priest that means says. Holy to the Lord. So it's a consecrate himself unto the Lord. So the long hair of the Nazarite represents his consecration to the Lord. So a man consecrated to the Lord is、uh, proportionate just as Uh, how how he consecrated himself to the Lord? Do you remember the hymn with the same? So the the greater power I don't need actually the the deeper death that's what I need. 那就是说一个能力最大的时候是这个人完全的把自己献上。The greatest power comes from this person consecrate him to the Lord. 完全的站在死地。He completely standing on the point as a position of death. So the power of the resurrection will、uh, express through him. We can see clearly the story of Samson. So why the Samson when he lost his hair, he lost his power? Because his hair represents his consecration. 什么时候一个人的奉献的心智出了问题的话？呃、uh, ，whenever a, a person's consecration has uh has problem. 他的属灵的能力也失去了。His his power of his spiritual uh uh also a decrease. 可能是同样的一篇道，四十年前讲的，叫许多的人得帮助。Maybe the same sermon spoke of forty years before. Uh, has uh, helped many people. 但是现在讲出来，不能给人带来帮助。But now speak the same sermon will not、uh, bring the help to people. 那就是说，这个人的情形已经不对了。Because the person speak up the sermon, this person something wrong with him. 我们看参孙的头发被剪掉了。When we see the hair was cut from Samson. 他的仇敌把他的眼睛挖掉。So his enemy. Uh, gouge out his his eyes. 用属灵的话说，就是失去了属灵的鉴别能力了。Spiritually speaking, he lost the discernment of spirituality. 再没有亮光了。He has no light. 活在黑暗的里面。Yeah,、uh, he was living in darkness. 然后他的仇敌要他在那个关在那个地牢里面去推磨去了。So so his enemy wants him uh uh to grind the mills in the dungeon. You know when uh, uh, the, uh, pushing the mills is going circles uh, in the same places. 就是今天一个属神的人，假如奉对神的奉献出了问题。So if a per is a consecrated person has a spiritual uh defaults with God. 他就好像在那里白占地图。He's seeming like seemingly he's sitting there,、uh, just occupy a、uh, uh, empty space. He's circling around to the same point. He has no growth in his spiritual reality. But we know that Samson, in the Book of Hebrews, chapter 11, he 
Actually, in the Hebrews chapter 11, when we see the giant of spiritual uh, reality, we do see Samson was listed in that chapter. It seems like in the Samson story, uh, in his whole life, he was, a, he was really, really a failure. Actually, he speak about the mercy of the God. At the end of his life, he, he wholly consecrated himself to the Lord. His last prayer of Samson. He said, I am willing to die with all the Philistines. God answers his prayer. When he said, I am willing to die with the Philistines, that means I want to offer a, a holy myself unto, unto God, including my life. This is a Holy, completely consecration. When a Christian, uh, he doesn't even care about his own life. So the enemy has nothing to do with it. So uh, our Lord said, uh, don't be afraid those can, can uh, harm your physical but cannot uh, kill your spiritual. So just like the hymn we sang, uh, the greatest power I don't need, but I do need the deeper death. So in the Bible we do know when Samson, the last time, uh, the Philistine he killed more than any, uh, more than uh, the numbers he killed in his uh, lifetime. He's a completely a consecrated person. When he offered himself completely on the altar, standing on the point of death, that's the point has the greatest power. Because the, rest, the power of the resurrection uh, will be manifested through him. Uh, the third point uh, the numbers chapter three verses six. So throughout the period of his separation to the Lord, he must not go near a dead body, even if his own father or mother or brother or sister dies. He must not make himself ceremonially unclean on account of them because the symbol of his separation of God to God is on his head. Throughout the period of his separation he is consecrated to the Lord. So the uh, Nazarite cannot uh, get close to the body. So the Nazarite cannot get close to the body. 
Not even his own father, mother, brother, sisters uh, to uh, to blemish himself. When we say speaking about the father, mother, sister, and the brother in our Chinese, we're speaking of a natural relationship, family relationship. Heavenly ordained relationship. It's a heavenly ordained, ordained relationship. So this actually it is uh, it's uh, the ordinance from heaven. You have no you don't have your own choice. You can choose your friends. Spouse you can choose. But you have no choice among you are son or daughters of a family, you are the son and daughters. So apparently they are your brothers and your sisters. You have no choice. This relationship is the closest closest relationship among the human relationship. But God said here, even your mother, father, brother, sister, when they die, you cannot get near to their dead body. For our ordinary situation when our family members passed away. Of course, you are very, you are in deep sorrow. Uh, very easily, you can be ceremonially unclean. But God said you have to be take care of this thing. So it's speaking about a very important principle. So you have to overcome your natural feelings. Naturally, people can deeply mourn about this uh, passing away the family But you are belong to the God, you cannot do the same thing. So for this natural uh, 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 feelings, we have a very important things to speak about. So chapter uh, Exodus chapter thirty two from verse twenty nine to thirty two. Uh, then Moses said, You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons and brothers, and he was blessed you this day. So we use this story to 
to describe the last point. So when Moses went to the top of the Mount Sinai for 40 days and nights, he, he, he hasn't descended yet. So the people will say, we, we don't know what happened to Moses. So they worshipped the idol. When Moses came down, so Moses uh, said, uh, see, when, when Moses saw what they did, so Moses said, whoever belongs to the Lord, come over to me. So the tribe of Levites, they answered the calling. So they came to Moses. So Moses ordered them, you have to use your knife to kill your own brothers. To kill those worship idols. So the background of the story is this. But we don't see the other tribes will answer this question. Including the Simeon. Why I want to mention the tribe of Simeon. Also in the so in, in the chap uh, in the Genesis chapter forty nine, uh, when uh, the blessing the Jacob gave to his son. We know in that story Levites and Simeons they killed the people of uh this thing not only displeased the God also so when when Jacob gave gave blessings to these two sons uh, the blessing was actually negative so later on we see the tribe of Simeon has not has not uh, change doesn't change much. It actually is getting worse. Actually from uh from the prophet uh Baal before we see that the tribe of Simeon was judged more. We have no time to go through that story. So here, the tribe of Levi, he answered the God's calling. Uh, let's see Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 31, uh, verse 9. So the Mo, when the Moses blessed, the tribe of Levi.他论自己的父母，说我未曾看见他，也不承认弟兄，也不认识自己的儿女，这是因为立位人遵行你的话，谨守你的约。圣经讲，生命记三十三章第九节。呃，Deuteronomy chapter thirty-two, thir
He said of his father and mother, I have no regard for them. He did not recognize his brothers or acknowledge his own children, but he watched over your word and guarded your covenant. 按照人的感情来说，许多人下不了手，要杀自己的弟兄。For human, uh, for uh, they were blessed by the God. So God chose this tribe to serve Him. So this is a good example. You have to overcome your natural feeling. Today, as a children of God, so it's it's hard for us to overcome in this matter. If it's your own uh, 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 family members, uh, you may it may be ignorance and uh, concerning what what he sins or what he did. So you are tolerant. Even you have. Uh, you are involved with, with their sin. You actually put, you jeopardize yourself, you put yourself onto a position against the God. So if a person belongs to God, he has to overcome this natural feeling. So another meaning is you have to be separate away from the death. Because you belong to God. If somebody else, it doesn't matter. They can do everything. They mourn, they touch the death. But the person belongs to God. They have to be away from death. Actually, today in church, there are many things that. So people will say they're spreading death. Because people say something they shouldn't say. Something they will not edify. If you are one consecrated to God, you will keep yourself away from this thing. So yourself will not be blemished. So we speak about these three points. So we'll see what the Lord as our example. Matthew twenty six thirty nine. So the prayer of Gethsemane. So Matthew twenty six uh, uh, verse thirty nine. Going a little further, he fell with his face to ground and prayed, My father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken away 
be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. 四十二节 Forty,、uh, verse forty-two. He went away a second time and prayed, "My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done." 我们说主耶稣他就是一个拿细耳人。So actually we see we say our Lord is a Nazareth. 按照那属灵的实际。It's according his the spiritual reality. So we see here, uh, 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 just a Nazarite. He raised, he used razors, uh, shaved his hair, and he wholly, truly、uh, consecrated himself to the Lord. He said, "Not according to my will, but your will." 最后一点，我们看《马太》十二章四十六节到五十节。Lastly, we'll see in Matthew chapter twelve, forty, verse forty-two to forty-six. Forty-six, forty-six to fifty. Forty-six to fifty. 我们请听弟兄给我们读。So Matthew twelve, verse forty-six. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd. His mother and brother stood outside, wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, "Your mother and brothers are standing outside, wanting to speak to you." He replied to him, "Who is my mother and who are my brothers?" Pointing to his disciples, he said, "Here are my mothers and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother." 胜过天然的感情。So we have to overcome the natural feeling. 他说：“谁是我的父母、弟兄、兄弟姊妹呢 ？”So who is my mother? Who is my brother? 没有那些遵循天父旨意的人。Only those who obey our heavenly fathers is my mother and father. And, and 以上的就是那三点，神把他的心意启示给他的教会。So God used those three points to reveal Himself to His people. 一个奉献给主的人，应该注意的。A person that consecrate. To the Lord, he they have to remember the three things. 再有一件事，我们愿意彼此的提醒。One one more thing we want to remind with one another. 当人奉献的时候，必须是完全的奉献。Of course, consecration has to be completely. 你试试看，当你愿意奉献给主的时候 ，If you try, if you want to wholly consecrate yourself. To the Lord. 早晚你会发现主的要求乃是你完全的献上。Actually, one day you will find out that God wants you to completely to offer yourself. 常常我们的奉献都有所保留。Often our consecration has reserve. 但是到了某一个地步，神却要求你完全的献上。At certain point, and then you realize God wants you consecrate all of yourself. 就正如有有一位讲英语的弟兄他说。主说：“如果我不是一切的主的话，我就根本就不是主。” So one brother, English、uh, brother, he said, "If I don't offer wholly myself, actually I'm not consecrating myself." If I am not Lord of all, I'm not Lord at all. I'm not a Lord of all. I'm not Lord at all. 那假如我不能够成为一切的主的话，我根本就不是你的主。If I cannot be a, a Lord. Of all, I'm not your Lord. Of all. 那就是说，当人有所保留的话。That means when you have a reservation. 神的旨意不能完全通行在他的身上。So God's purpose cannot be go through 
of you. 最后举一个例子。Finally, I give you one more example. 亚伯拉罕的奉献。The of the uh consecration of Abraham. 或者 offering of Isaac. Or his offering of his son. 我们知道亚伯拉罕在地上一直是过帐篷和祭坛的生活。So we know uh all life of Abraham is a life of a tent and altar. 长话短说，他一生租了四座坛。In short, he built four altars in his life. At the peak of his life, and God asked Abraham to offer his son Isaac. Offer Isaac means you offer everything. A completely consecration. That's the request for God on Abraham. Also, it's the same request that God for those want to consecrate themselves to the Lord. Why we say we want to offer everything? Think about a hundred years old person had a son. Through thousands, millions, uh, hundreds, thousands of prayers to get the son. One hundred year old go home and sleep. They don't even. He doesn't even know tomorrow morning he can wake up. Is that true? At least I know some men. Uh, some. They sleep and they don't wake up in the morning. Uh, including my own grandmother. So if Abraham he answer the God's calling, offer his son, that means he offered everything. Because for one hundred years old he have Isaac Isaac is his everything. Because he doesn't know if if next day he will rise up, so he everything he owns will belongs to Isaac. His son is everything of him. That means if he can offer his son, that means he offers everything of him. So when we see he's willing to offer his son, and then God will return his son back to him. So that's a secret of the holy consecration. Naturally speaking, we think when we offer everything, we lose everything. Actually, we gained everything. Actually, your gain is more than before. Because in the past, you were the master of everything. You can do whatever you want. You say time is mine. I can my please to use them. Because the money I earn is my please to whatever I spend. 
But that's a drawback here. Because you are the master of this whole thing. So you are responsible for them. So when you are rich, you cannot sleep. So many thoughts that actually bound yourself. Now that's a secret. When you offer this everything on the altar to the Lord. So from now he is the master instead of yourself. If he is the master, and then he will be responsible for this thing. So at that time you say, uh, this uh, is coming from the Lord, also receive to the Lord. So you don't have So you don't have to worry tomorrow if the uh, the uh, the the market will rise or down. The gold will rise or down. After consecration. So actually God will put it back into your hand. But no longer you are the master. You become the stewardship of this thing. And then your burden becomes less. Of course, when the one day when you see the Lord, you have to uh, uh, you have to answer. But at least on this earth, you the your burden will lighten. Because he he carried this burden for you. You just a stewardship. You just manage it. So this is what what we can learn from Abraham. Consecration.